Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers Podcast. This podcast is designed to come alongside you in your daily Bible reading and prayer, and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we're unable to get together in person. You'll want to follow along each day by reading before listening if possible. And you can always find our readings in a short prayer at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash social or by opening up the Church Center app. Today is May 13th, 2020, and our scripture readings today are Psalm 32, Leviticus 19, 1 through 18, 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 through 28, and Matthew 6, 19 through 24. I'm Abby Murrish, and I'm on staff here at New City. As we begin our time together, join me in prayer with some words from Psalm 19. Father, may the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Today, I want to hone in a bit on Psalm 32 and talk a bit about the role that confessing our sins plays in the life of the Christian. And a caveat that the confession that I'll be talking about here is for those who arrest in the perfect sacrifice of Jesus for the complete forgiveness of sins. We have been forgiven by the Almighty God, and when He looks at us, He sees His Son, Jesus. But even as we stand before God as His beloved sons and daughters and call Him our Father, knowing that we are declared righteous because of Christ, we also know that we live in a sinful world. And we know that the tendency in our hearts to sin against God and others is still there. And we're grappling with that um, as we work out our salvation. And Psalm 32 helps us make sense of what to do with that sin, so to speak. This psalm shows us what it looks like to be formed by a pattern of repentance, forgiveness, and resting in the joy of Christ. In my Bible, the title of this psalm is The Joy of Forgiveness. And I will be honest that my normal response to forgiveness of my sins isn't normally joy. I tend to see my sin as something fun, something that feels good, but something that just has to go because I follow God. I believe wholeheartedly that my sin goes against God and His ways. But sometimes forgiveness really just feels like something that's needed so that I can live as God calls me to live as one of his beloved children. I don't find an inherent joy, you could say, in forgiveness. But this psalm tells me otherwise. It tells me that forgiveness of sins is joy. And this has me stop and think, why isn't my response to forgiveness joy? I don't think I experience the full joy of forgiveness because I typically don't account for the ways my sin makes demands on my life and how it separates me from God and from others. Too often I'm like King David in this passage, as he is at the beginning of it. I keep silent. I hold my sin in my heart without turning to God and bringing it before him. I'm frustrated. I'm short-tempered. I grow weary and worn down. And too often, that's where I hang out for a long time, overlooking or ignoring my sin and growing weary. But this psalm doesn't leave us there. We are instructed what to do when we find ourselves in this place, and King David models it. After he describes his condition, King David writes, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. 
and you forgave the guilt of my sin. David acknowledges his sin. He does not conceal his sin and he confesses his sin. And he is reminded of the forgiveness of the Lord and finds joy as he lives into that reality that he is indeed forgiveness. And that forgiveness enables him to live in fellowship with God. And that is the call on our lives too, brothers and sisters. Before he came to God and confessed his sin, David described his life saying that his bones became brittle from his groaning all day long. For day and night, God's hand was heavy on him and his strength was drained. But then after he confesses his sin and rests in the forgiveness of God, he says, Therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you immediately. When great floodwaters come, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. When we understand the gravity and damage of sin, how it goes against the holy God and wrecks havoc on our lives and our relationships, We can experience the deep joy that comes when we confess and know the forgiveness of God. Now, this isn't some magic formula of confess your sins, then everything will be okay. That's not how God works, and that's not what this psalm is saying. But this psalm is a model of what it looks like to live life marked by acknowledging and confessing our weaknesses, our failings, our sins of omission and commission. So we confess those to God and experience the gladness that is found in being forgiven by Him. One goal of this podcast is to encourage personal reflection in this challenging season as our daily routines and patterns have been shaken up. And so here's a question to help you think through this passage. What might it look like to foster a habit of private confession in your own life? And I'll just share, give a plug for a resource that I have found helpful in this, and that is pre-written prayers. Specifically, a great tool for me has been Every Moment Holy and the Valley of Vision. So if you're looking for some places to start, I highly recommend those books. And if you think that this podcast would be helpful to friends or family, please share this with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. Find more resources related to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast by following us on Instagram or Facebook at New City Cincy. Let's close our time together by reading a prayer from Every Moment Holy. Faced with temptation, I would rather choose you, Jesus, but I am weak, so be my strength. I am shadowed, be my light. I am selfish, unmake me now and refashion my desires according to the better designs of your love. Given the choice of shame or glory, let me choose glory. Given the choice of this moment or eternity, let me choose in this moment what is eternal. Given the choice of this easy pleasure or the harder road of the cross, give me grace to choose to follow you, knowing that there is nowhere apart from your presence where I might find the peace I long for, no lasting satisfaction apart from your reclamation of my heart. Let me build then, my King, a beautiful thing by long obedience, by the steady progression of small choices that laid end to end will become like the stones of a pleasing path, stretching to eternity and unto your welcoming arms, and unto the sound of your voice pronouncing the judgment. Well done. May it be so in our lives, brothers and sisters. Amen. 
and take care.